yo, yo. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another fine episode of this In The Paint Podcast. Welcome, welcome in, everyone. Yes, yes. Welcome in. Welcome. Welcome. What's up, guys? How you doing? What is up, everyone? Uh, welcome back, YouTube, Spotify, to another uh, episode of this In The Paint podcast. Uh, I'm excited to, uh, you know, be doing this show uh, today. Uh, super stoked for our show. We have a bunch to get into. So, I mean, without further ado, we'll just uh, jump right into it. Joining me to uh, at the co-host seat, we have uh, Sir Nick Noche. Nick? What's up, man? How are you? Doing well. How about yourself, man? Good, man. I mean, it's like as if we haven't just like hung out for the last like six hours. Six like, hours. Oh, how are you, bro? Like nine something this morning. Cheers, everyone out there. If you have one, drink one with me. On today's menu, we have uh, some Jim Bean. A um, lot of exciting shit on today's show. Uh, we're going to be going through uh, Nick's rig rundown. Um, Nick is lead guitarist, lead shredder here at Win by Two. Uh, Thank you. Cheers. Uh, uh, lead lead guitarist and fucking yeah, have a shot. Pour up one. I would have poured you one. Straight from the bottle. Straight from the bottle. All right, pour it up. Oh Tasty man, stuff. That goes down. Uh, not bad. Not bad. No, not bad. <laughs> yeah, that's what it feels like going down. You know what I mean. But now Nick's lead shredder uh, and vocalist here at Win by Two. So today we're gonna be breaking down uh, your rig rundown, man. As people could see it on the screen, there's like, uh, what do we got here? Two amps, and then you have names. Why don't you introduce, uh, you know, your guitars to the so desk? Who do we got? A couple, so a couple of them are uh, still unnamed. The names right. have to just kind of like come to you, right? When they do. So uh, we'll start with the most recent one. Don't stretch too far. Rip out my headphone thing. So here we have a 2020 GNL ASAT Classic Tribute. So that means it's it's just not the American-made model; it's the overseas model because American Mades are like two grand. Didn't have it right now. Um, this is made in Indonesia. It's like basically like a tele uh, style guitar. GNL is Leo Fender's like other company. L standing for Leo. I forget right. who G is. Doesn't matter. Um, so basically, I think a ash body maple neck got a humbucker at the um, at the neck position, which is kind of unusual for Tele. That's why they call this one the Blues Boy. Why is it unusual to have a humbucker in there? They usually just have a like a a lipstick tube-ish looking um, single coil pickup. Um, the old ones used to come with a dark circuit one, like from the 50s. Right. And they actually sucked. So if you find like a, a lot of 50s tellies, they've been rewired be because the dark circuit sucks. But the bridge pickup for tellies is always like, it's a super kind of like a high output single coil twangy as hell. Right. Um, besides that, uh, this one's pretty basic. It came from... Uh, musician's friend actually in kind of rough shape the nut sucked so <laughs> i yeah it was terrible so i replaced it with a um the fender american telly nuts were only like like 29 bucks or something so that's not a big deal oh that's not bad no that's not bad at all so for the next one so th that's really your first um 
I'm, I've been thinking about, man. We've been jamming for over, over a, a year, year now. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the only one you didn't bring to the desk today was the uh, Ibanez. Yeah, so that one, it's a, it's an Ibanez SZ510 series. It's actually, uh, it's so embarrassing, but um, <laughs> it's like Jared uh, Dines' guitar. So if you look okay. up his, if you say, like, Jared Dines, you know, like, favorite guitar that in that video. Well, we can look it up right he now. He will, uh, yeah, we could. Um, it's like the last guitar he plays in the video. It's mine's literally the same exact one, but he just did some upgrades. I left mine stock so far. Let me just pause this right here. God, you can type it in. Yeah, so, uh, but what I was going to ask you, so we've been playing for a little bit over a year now, and I haven't really seen you with there a, which one, so the first one? Literally that right down. Second one? Second one? That exact guitar. That is, that's that's your Ibanez. That right is here. my exact. You've seen it. It's really it's yeah. The same. But yours thing. is like uh, more red, right? Yeah, I think mine just Burgundy. had a um. It's like the same color. It's like a sunbursty kind of color, but each one is sprayed kind of like differently. So. Right. But anyway, yeah. So that's his. That's the only one I didn't bring. So you're. Uh, what I was gonna say is you. you I mean, from I, I mean, at least from what I've you know have jammed with you you haven't really played fender body uh -uh. guitars you're more up the gibson alley and that's what we're going to get into here today yes. uh you just have a butt fuck ton of gibsons one day we'll have a butt fuck ton well dude but. i mean look at everything on the rack right now here let's let's show the people the rack i mean you really it's kind of hard to see it so but for people listening at that home one, that one this is a this one here yeah, is Yeah, why, why don't you uh, pull out the uh, SG? A, a quasi, yeah. I'm, the SG I'm gonna go right, down, right down the line. Oof, that's my favorite. Look at this. This is a 2020 as well. 2020 uh, Gibson, Gibson SG. SG. Standard, not the uh, 60s standard. That was like another couple hundred bucks for like just like different pickups and a uh, different carve on the bevel here. Right. But no, these are great guitars. I love SGs. I used to have one years ago and I got rid of it. I wanted a another Gibson? one. You had a Gibson this? It's an Epiphone. Epiphone, but okay. I shouldn't say just an Epiphone. It was a great guitar, but not a Gibson. I well, always me, wanted one. Let me ask you that because people automatically hear, oh, I have an Epiphone, and they automatically attribute that to being poop. But actually, Epiphones are sick guitars, but in a certain year, is that correct? Correct me if I'm wrong. I think so. I mean, like, in any guitar manufacturer, in any year, you could find, like, a couple poop guitars that sure. kind of, like, squeak through. But me, personally, I think that the older Epiphones, like the 90s and early 2000s, when they were still made in Korea, and especially the Samic factory Epiphones are the best ones. Um, they're just, like, the heaviest um they just they, they feel like they're they're made the best and you look at them and you feel them you just like there's obviously like the most attention to detail right but samic also makes its own guitars sam yeah sam i had remember, remember that episode that i had that i had that i bought from woodstown music like the dark the real dark uh, blood red one yeah, yeah i ended yeah, yeah. up selling at the right. samic factory right Epiphone. i was gonna pull it up on screen this it right here right yeah, so any Epiphone that's made, like, I think pre-2008 is a Korean-made Epiphone. And in the middle of 2008, they started um, making them in China, which is not to say that, like, their guitars aren't as good today. Like, this one right here looks way different than the one you have. Yeah, that's a 90s, um, and that has the wraparound um, tailpiece as well. So, but still mahogany body. Right. Um, 
Also, Gibson, I think, uses kind of like more private growth mahogany while um, it's still sustainable, though. It has to be sustainably grown. And while I think Epiphone's just like the wood quality is just they have to mass produce it so right. like and, and keep it cheaper. So like the quality of like the hardware from really top to bottom just going to be like less. But that doesn't mean it's not a great guitar. Right. Um, that being said, no, this one is a. Uh, this one's a fun one. I do uh, I do thoroughly enjoy the Gibson SG. All mahogany, body and neck. Um, it came with a 490R and a 490T Gibson humbuckers. Um, I like the 490T, but I wanted something a little bit more aggressive, so uh, I went to my go-to, which is Planet's own pickups. Guy takes a little bit to get your pickups out to you, like two or three months, but he custom wines them in Colorado when they're at a great price. And I got this one here. It's a um, Alnico 3 humbucker. Um, it's a little bit overwound, so for you you guys who might know what I'm talking about, like the PAF pickups, like the, the Gibson pickups from 19... The Seth Lever developed from 1956 up until, like, 19... Like, 63 you can find them in like some of the les pauls which are really the sgs they abandoned the les paul body so we're not going to get in all that yeah. but um so it's kind of like designed after that sound like really harmonically rich boomy mid-range like not overly chimey attacky top end but a nice smooth low end like i really like the pickup it's great um what i was gonna i was gonna say man it's like you would think of it or at least for me because you remember when Fallout Boy like first hit the map? They all played SGs. Yes. Um, so I attribute SGs sometimes to like a heavier sound, but surprisingly enough, I'll find you playing um, more clean tones or leads on the SG as opposed to like heavier chugs. Well, it's a really versatile guitar. That's a great part about it. Um, and it's easy to play. Has a very flat fretboard. Um, it is. It's for, buttery smooth. It is. Yeah. It is. It's and it's super low action. Action meaning like the the distance of the string to the fretboard, so it makes it easy to press down. The frets, these metal things, are all very level, so you can get that action very low without like um, like twanking out. So um, so that's cool. Um, yeah, they're just they're they're a player made guitars if you know what i mean like they're they're made to be played they're played made hard the, yeah you they're know made what I mean? for you that being said they're kind of delicate just because of like sure th their necks are a little bit heavy so like when you're holding it it's called neck dive you get a yeah. lot with sgs it goes down like that but um i like the the flat body really gives like a nice direct yeah like even acoustically it's, right. it's really loud it's a fucking electric guitar so but yeah, this one's great for sure. Now, I really enjoy it. Do you have a name on this uh, on this one yet? I don't have a name for this one yet. Jesus, dude. I'm sorry. Jeez, everyone out there, I mean, just feel free to, uh, you know. Yeah, put in the comment section, what does this SG look like to you? Um, don't say Angus or Malcolm, <laughs> though, because that they're, they're, they're too broad. <laughs> I'm here all week. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, but that's the, uh, you had just gotten this one. The, um, yeah, this is my newest Gibson. Newest yes. Gibson, yeah. And dude, let, let me just tell you, at like shows, um, you know, the show we played at Bore, and I think it, you had this show, uh, you had this guitar at the Watering Hole, right? Back in October? Yes. Yeah, man. I mean, at shows and with the setup on your amps and everything, we'll get to that in a second. I mean, it just, it sounds like you're, you're describing it twangy, like in the pocket, like 
but a little bit, just enough crunch. But you know it what I mean. It cuts. It cuts the mix nicely without yeah. being overwhelming or drowny or boomy. I'll just say this is probably that's probably my favorite guitar out of the bunch. And then right here, this guy. Uh, or gal, whatever. I don't know what your guitar's uh, preference this is, is. We had a name for this, but we, we fucking did. forgot we it. We did. So this is a 2019... This is g- my second favorite yeah, one. Yeah, so this is actually my favorite sounding one. Yeah. Um, I really... I, I think the P90 pickup, it's, it's kind of like the original electric guitar pickup like gibson made p90s before they made humbuckers and before fender made single coils and stuff so this is really like the original design for a single coil pickup and i think they kind of nailed it right off the bat it's got all the snarl and growl as a humbucker but it's got a lot of cut and a lot of um like it's not overly harmonic um, like like a single coil pickup because it is basically a single coil pickup. But P90 is right. a stacked humbucker single coil. It's it's kind of like a hybrid. Um, but yeah, I got this guitar um, because uh, you've had this now for almost a year. Just over a year. Just over a year. This just was uh, thoughts like anchors. Yes. This guy um, had yeah, I recorded on. the. Uh, this was in drop C sharp for that album, but I have this one back up to stand. And actually, the one I had for the the EP and drop C sharp, I have it. Right. I had I had it standard. Now I have a drop C sharp. The um, the other Gibson. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll be getting. We'll get to that. Yeah, the beast. But yeah, this one's really cool. It's just a wrap around tail bridge, um, tail piece. So you just put the strings in that way. You wrap it around. It's pretty simple design. Um, it doesn't let you really uh, adjust the intonation per string super well, but it. It, it, it serves a function. These guitars were made to be student guitars back in the day. But the thing is, they just fucking... There's something about, like, how stripped down it is. It just rocks. They sound right. raw as fuck. They feel raw. They sound raw. They look pretty just... Yeah, straightforward. It, cut and dry. No, black and white. No, it, literally, and yang. <laughs> literally, like, black and white, black and silver, and a little bit of brown. But whatever. Oh, look, there's some white up there. We got all of them in the spectrum. We got all of them. <laughs> set but um yeah this one's cool this one has a really comfortable neck profile it's got a satin nitro finish the other ones have a gloss nitro finish which yes. looks a little bit flashier but can actually once you start getting hot and you're playing and your hands get sticky it makes playing on the neck a little bit more difficult so right. the satin finishes is actually really refreshing yeah it's 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 a lot to describe it for listeners it's a lot smoother um yeah, I mean, if you're not visualizing it on screen right now, it's a lot, in my opinion, it's a lot smoother than the rest as opposed to the gloss finish. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is my second favorite guitar, man. I mean, it plays super nice. It's light. It's not like the heavy as a normal Les Paul. Um, Still got a little bit of... Yeah, it has weight. No neck dive. That's a thing. No it's neck like dive. the happy medium between an SG and a Les Paul. Exactly. Like the double cuts. And plus, I mean, I love my Les Pauls, but let's be real, like that... That lack of a cutaway here can make upper fret registry, you know, a little um, tough. Getting to that upper registry difficult. This kind of tackles that issue. So yeah, that is the used to be named. We'll figure it back out again. 2019 Gibson uh, Les Paul special tribute double cutaway. Long ass name. Let's give it up for Gibson (laughs) and Nick. Obviously, uh, Gibson, if you're out there, uh, Nick, but real quick, before we move on to the other guitars, what's your one request uh, to Gibson? You usually always have one request per live stream. Um, 
and you make a request to him. You're like, Gibson, you've hmm. had since 1937 to figure this out. Yeah, no, I know, right? So, well, of course, it's the it's the Gibson G string. Well, really, the D and the G string. So, well, I'll have to. Well, let me get let me grab this bad boy right back. So the problem is with these Johns. So it's Philly people like to say. So when you see the strings come through the nut here into the headstock on these two right here, the strings are at an angle. This causes binding in the nut slot mm. where the D, which is the third string in, right. and the G string, which is the third string in from this side, like the two middle strings basically, when they go out at an angle, they'll bind in the nut. You, this is usually addressed. There's stuff you could buy. It's called nut sauce. It's basically just like a lubricant. Yeah. <laughs> nut sauce. Nut sauce. Yeah, you gotta love it, dude. You get it. You oh, look black me. But um, <laughs> it's like oyster sauce, just way saltier. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but fucking, or oh, you could just shit. use um like like a Ticonderoga pencil graphite. That's basically what I just use. Ticonderoga. Yeah, like the the pencil, like. Like the Premier Pencil is a Ticonderoga, oh, okay. so, but like it uses really soft graphite, so like you just use that and it it's, does the trick. It, yeah. Like that. So that's you know well that's everybody's request. Request Gibson. on Gibson. I think Gibson should also my big request to them because Fender does it. This is a direct call out to Gibson. I'm gonna come right out and say it right the here. The product out of yeah, right here. Here it comes. Here it comes. Absolutely no fucking cap. No, like no cap. Absolutely not. So Fender's custom shop is amazing. Yours fucking blows. And I'll t and like and I'll there it is. And I'll tell you why. Tell us. Because Fender has a mod shop for anybody to be able to access. Um, and create their own handmade, hand-specified Fender guitar, and it's affordable. You get it between $1,700 and $2,500. Now, I know that sounds like a lot of money, but for a custom-made American instrument, that's a fraction of what you would pay. Gibson Custom Shop, their guitars, their lowest end in their custom shop, start like they start off at around $3,800, so right Jesus. there. Besides that, you basically have to be fucking king of the world to even get their attention to make you a custom shop guitar. And I'm telling you, like, you guys, like, it's I'm, I'm not saying it, like, to be mean, because obviously no I, I yeah. love your products and everything, but, like, this company's, like... Like filed for bankruptcy like <laughs> fucking twice. Like and you guys have are like, they? yeah, like and you've been fucking up for a while. So like in terms of like your quality control and like some years and some guitars, this, that, and the other thing, there's been a lot of your PR hasn't been great. We'll put it that way. Lots changed since 2019 when they fired their um their last CEO and the new guy's in now. He's doing a much better job. It says, uh, the, the creek that runs behind Gibson's estimated 375,000 square foot campus uh, remained within th its banks in 2018, but a wave of financial danger threatened the pulse of the brand once strummed by Elvis Presley and Mother Maybell Carter. Mother Maybell Carter. Uh, so I guess, is what, did they just have a flood warning or yeah, something? Yeah, I think so, and they were... They were just in a lot of debt, and the thing is, like, they're in a lot of debt for a lot of different reasons besides this. But isn't like Gibson? I mean, uh, correct me if I'm wrong as well, but isn't Gibson like one of the most expensive guitars to uh, own? Like one of probably. Um, Cheers, everybody. In terms of um, 
like a like a mass produced guitar, like a, a household brand. Well, that besides, well, PRS is kind of like a household name at this right. point. Paul Reed Smith, I think, is the most. Um, if you had to just like, and then there's like super like boutique guitars and stuff. But like Paul Reed Smith for like the household name, I would say yeah, hands down, they are. Like some of their private stock guitars are running up to like fifteen, sixteen grand. Like it's it's a fucking yeah, way decent yeah. car. So like, yeah. like that's crazy. And even like standard, like their cheapest American made ones, like about fourteen hundred dollars, and they go to about twenty three, and then in the range of about thirty six. That's for their standard, like sixteen hundred. Yeah, Holy and shit. then you start talking like six, seven thousand dollars for like their more private stock stuff, and you know what I mean. But um, yeah, it gets wild, probably. But no, Gibsons are kind of up there as well. Um. Oh, like my, um, the SG was 1600. Yeah. So that's, it's, it's not terrible. Really. But I mean, you get your money's worth, you know, you do well, you get a diminishing return. Like the more you pay, you know, you get a diminishing return. You're not going to like pay $2,000 for a guitar and then buy a $10,000 guitar. It's going to be five times better. Like, no, it's probably going to be like one fifth better yeah like not it just, much it's just how it works maybe a little bit more attention to detail use like really high i'm talking about like you know what i mean uh like silver wound gold wound electronics like yeah. things that would make them like really high expensive. like but, higher uh higher w- w- higher class metal or higher grade metal basically so like shit. you have like your yeah. stainless steel from like buttfuckville china and you yeah. have your you know your your whatever uh god what well, you got, like, you Chinese know, metal and, like, American metal. You have, like, your, like, you know, Elon Musk, Tesla, space rocket yeah, steel. Yeah, Like. Yeah. Well, that's, like, carbon fiber. Do, do they have a Gibson carbon fiber? Uh, they do have, well, they have graphite guitars. We're going to look that up. Graphite? They have gra- yeah, graphite guitars. What's like? Guitars, because they're made of wood, they'll swell and expand with changing, you know, high to low temperature, high to low humidity, or a combination of both. The graphite guitars are unaffected by that. From, from weather? Yeah, from, from yeah. weather, from humidity. Just from atmospheric conditions, period. Yeah, that sucks, man. When you leave your guitar out in the car and it's like damp and cold, it, mm-hmm. it, throws, it throws it all off. Any wood instrument, drums, guitar, It's not anything. good. No? Keep them in a constant environment. Like, caring for your instrument's important. Here's a Paul Reed Smith. I think this is a graphite guitar right here. Nah, it's just a graphite finish, just a trans black finish. They don't make they don't make graphite guitars. Oh, okay. Certain well, weird weird companies. There's no graphite electrics though, really. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not seeing any. Right just here. a couple acoustics, but. Oh well. They look like carbon fiber, but they're they're not. They're yeah. graphite. Oh well. Moving on. Uh yeah, well yeah we'll we'll move on with the uh, next guitar, man. Um, what do we got coming up here next? We have. The oh, this one's oh, is that some, what I think it is? This might get some hate on the channel, honestly. What do we got? This is a 2000, and it doesn't really matter. Seven, six, five, four, three, two. It don't matter. It's a Chibson. Oh, the old Chibaroonie. The Chibaroonie. Oh, the old Chibaroonie. Wait a second, ladies and gentlemen. We have. A Chinese guitar that just made its way on the podcast, and that's awesome, man. It's an illegal Chinese guitar, you know, like, so you got to make sure you get the illegal part in there. No, so I don't, I never planned on passing this off 
as a real. You easily could. Les Paul, uh, in in some respects, yes, but in some respects, if you're playing a show, if you're playing a show, someone came up to you, yo, man, that's a sweet Gibson. I'd say it's actually not. Like I, I, I literally wouldn't lie about it. Fair. I I wouldn't give it the disrespect. That's fair. um, I won't give it to Yeah, you know what I mean? But, um, <laughs> no, so I, I bought this when I was, like, 17 because it was mad cheap, and I just wanted to buy a Les Paul-style guitar that I didn't really give a fuck if I broke it up or whatever because it was cheap enough, and I just basically just wanted to learn how to do right little right. things on how to fix, you know, route pickups. Well, this guitar is uh, super interesting, man, and uh, I'm glad you brought this one. Um, oh, this this one has a name. This is Amber. Amber. Shout out. Let's give it up for Amber making its way on the podcast. So, yes, Amber is uh, this bad bitch is dressed head to toe. Um, she is. Uh, I so, wanted to say you, you pretty much gutted this one yeah. from top bottom. The only thing that's not different is the body the neck the fretboard and the frets that's so the, the build pretty much pretty much okay. yes yeah. so this came with unbranded knockoff look-alike Cluson style tuners these are actual grover deluxe tuners this is i think a GraphTech brass uh bridge GraphTech, i'm pretty sure um what else do we got so here we have a Here's a, you know, a Planet Tone makes another appearance. This is a Planet Tone. Shout out Planet Tone. Yeah, custom wound um, Alnico 2 pickup. This is basically like what you would find, like the Seymour Duncan's uh, slash pickup Alnico 2. It is, it, this is not a lie. This is the best sounding neck humbucker I've ever heard. Um, it's super clear, but gets aggressive. Tightens up. You hear every fucking string ring out. Very impressed. Um, here in the bridge, we have the actual Seymour Duncan slash signature pickup. Ah, uh, so, so you cha- you have two different pickups in there. I do, from two different companies. Oh. So this is, this one's, you know, it's a badass. You've heard like, kind of like Slash's sound. Yeah, like yeah. It's just super snarly. Not super gainy, but definitely snarly. Um, we have an ABR Nashville style locking bridge and tailpiece. We have a Switchcraft three-way switch. We have a Switchcraft input. We have all 500 kcts pots underneath. Sprague orange drop capacitors. And full vintage wiring. Show, show the uh, show the camera. What we're uh, we'll show the back in front. Show that bad boy off or so bad girl. Bad yeah, bitch. Here's, here's this bad bitch. So wh- sick of motherfuckers trying to tell me how to live. <laughs> well, who's that from? It's some stupid TikTok. Um. <laughs> TikTok, man. Oh, yikes. It's, um, it's like cancer, but it's I guess it's entertaining. Well, before you bring up the next guitar, um, I remember you telling me that, that the next guitar is in like three different pieces, correct? Or two? It's two different pieces? It's two builds? What do you mean? It's like it's two uh, like two pieces of wood or something like that? You yeah, were yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Now, is the is the Chipson like that as well? Yeah, the or? Chipson's probably even more pieces of wood. Oh really? The, le- the less pieces of wood. Oh shit! Is that bat, the bat down, yeah. Bat, bat down. down. Um, the less pieces of wood you use to build a guitar, typically the more expensive because you. That makes sense. It's easier to bu- to cut and bind than it is just to shape from one right one solid piece and yeah. So um yeah, the next one. This is uh this one's my pride and joy, and uh, my f- this is my first legit Gibson. 
Um, cool backstory on this. I used to be a state worker for the state of New Jersey. Um, obviously, that was redundant. But for DCPMP or DIFIS. I was a state from, worker right? for, for, the, for the, the state. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm tired. <laughs> but, um, so basically, uh, I hated it. I hated child services, so I quit. Um, I had, I always wanted it's a to get a tough job. Them. It's, t- it is, it's, it's, uh, it's like, it, it's, uh, I would wish a lot of shit on a lot of people, bro. I wouldn't wish that job on a lot of, it was the worst. It's the worst. Don't, really? the state's a lie. The pension's great and everything. Right. If you don't kill yourself before you <laughs> retire, like, it's not a joke. Oh my God. It's that bad. Huh? It's awful. Oh it's, my you God, have to be dude. soulless, but, um, but anyway, so I did have a little bit of a pension. I said, you know what? Fucking, I'm cashing out my Cash pension. And I was he, like, he took it. The he took the penalty hit on his I pension. I was like, whatever. It's not like what am, am I really gonna care about? Like four hundred like, bucks. No, it was like probably a couple. Yeah, it was like how long did you work there? Like two. We'll years. figure this out right now. It was like two years. So between that, and my deferred compensation, it was like seven grand or something oh, that okay. I had to. So that I had that to like I. Had, Bought the guitar and I had enough to live and pay off my car shit until I found another job. Now, but, um, and at what age is this? I was twenty. I was twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Oh, so this was just recently. This is a couple of years ago. Shit. Okay. All right. So th- that kind of changes the game a little bit. Yeah. But even still, and everyone out there would have probably have done the same thing. I would have done the same thing because I mean this is like uh, this it was. Is, I know it, it wasn't exactly the smartest financial decision of the time, but no. like I was, you know, like full disclosure, just like at like a low place, like because I really wanted to excel at this job and I wanted to be able to do it, right? But I really wasn't, and I couldn't excel at it because it was just it was terrible. So like I was like, this is. I needed some goal achievement, and like a goal of mine was to always get a Gibson Les Paul, like legit. So I went out and I just fucking did it. Lo and behold, I felt a lot better. And uh, yeah, yeah, right. You know, it's like you give up the shitty job, and then you come up on you know an awesome guitar, probably you know one of the most historic guitars ever. You know, I'd feel great too. Yeah, you know like I mean? money doesn't buy happiness, but it could buy a Les Paul, and that's like the same fucking <laughs> thing. Like for real, so. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I could buy a Les Paul, man. So yeah, without uh, any further ado, this is Charizard. Welcome Charizard to the podcast. So this is a 2018 Gibson Les Paul Traditional in Heritage Cherry Sunverse with a double A, excuse me, flame maple top. This thing is a beast. Um, It's heavy, it's a beast. I love it. It's just just over nine pounds. Now they had the standard model. You, that's as much weight as a full grown baby. It is a it is a fucking it is a child. It's a child. This is a newborn. Yeah. It's like two <laughs> years old too. But like yeah. no um, so fucking um. The standards at the time were a little bit more expensive. A and B came with chambered bodies. So chambered means you can't see it, but underneath they would like drill holes to make the guitar lighter. I get. That works really great for some people. So if you have back problems or something, sure. like a, they do weigh problems, on your back. If you yeah. if you have back problems, you're not a Les Paul player. Like period, end of conversation. Yeah. Um, but I don't have that issue at least right now. <laughs> right so now. I wanted the full thing. I don't want it chambered. I wanted how it was made back in the Dizay. This isn't made like you know 
specifically like a 59, but it's made to like how generally like how a 59 would feel and everything. What year is it? This is a 2018. Okay, 2018. So, so it's we, it's it's based on the 59? Like the traditional, like the standards and stuff. It's not like, this isn't to say that it's a 59 reissue, like a custom shop reissue. But this the, the 59 Les Paul in the year 1959 is considered like the quintessential Les Paul. It's like the quintessential rock machine. So like any standard following that was kind of like made in its image and likeness. So that's what I mean. Uh, what gotcha. I made, it's like made to the specs and everything. Okay. Like roughly the same neck profile, roughly the same nut profile and weight. They and eyeballed it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, exactly. And then one of the same colors that was available in 1959. I just, it's that's really. A beautiful, that, I mean, I'm looking at this right now, man. And the way the light's hitting it, man, it's, yeah, that thing is fucking beautiful. The curl, the maple is curly. I do feel like I lucked out, especially at this price range with that kind of top. Um, but yeah, it's just uh, what do we have here? A burst bucker two, burst bucker one. Uh, all Are the they, same. Is that different from humbucker? Well, no, they're, they're humbuckers. Gotcha. But it's just that uh, these are like again, just another basically like uh, Gibson vintage PAF style inspired pickup. This one's a little bit. This one's a little bit hotter than this one. Um, what else we got? Yeah, like a '59 style profile neck. Um, all the same CTS pots, orange spray capacitors come standard in these things. Um, sounds great. This is oh, my favorite playing amazing. guitar. It does it just, this is it. But. Also, this guitar, as well, I don't know if the Chipson was. I know this guitar was on Thoughts Like Anchors this as well. This was, this. And Wasted Away, if I'm right. Uh, yeah. No, so Wasted Away was actually... Recorded with the Les Paul double uh, cut okay. when it was still tuned down in drop C, wasted away, played in drop, uh, drop C sharp. Right, um, right. So this guitar I recorded. 90s? The 90s song. I recorded Hate Me, Thanks for the Advice, and. No, and that was it. Three, yeah. So yeah, Three so standards. Time on My Hands and the Contact were on that, Wasted Away was on that. Right. Um, so yeah. Um, so now it's backwards. This one is in drop C sharp. Um, I found out that the humbuckers just handle lower tunings and a little bit more gain better than single coils. So, and the single coils really sound tight and shiny in E standard. Yeah. So that's the way we're rolling. And those they are do. my five. Five fucking... Five stage guitars, pretty much. Five stage guitars. Now, we, we touched on some of... Uh, what guitars you use to, you know, record thoughts like anchors and, you know, some of our other jams. Um, I guess moving forward, what are going to be your, uh, I guess, go-to guitars? So for the new song that we're working on right now, by the way, with my two working on yes. a new single, we should have it out hopefully by the end of April along yep. with the music video. Everything goes well. We're very busy right now, especially. Super the, busy. We have this wiffle ball league going we'll, on. We'll touch on it. Yeah. I drive for Amazon. People are spending their stimulus checks. I don't it's have. It's getting crazy out in these this streets. This is like the moment to myself like that I have. Like it's, it's, it's nuts. But we're working on music, guys. We're going to get out to you. This is going to be our best work yet. Oh, it's 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 fire, Hand, dude. Like hands down, this is it shows a lot of growth as a band, and we're proud of this. So we I'm, can't I'm wait I'm to bring it to you guys. I'm ex every time we're in the studio, man. Every time, like you just you know it's like drugs. It is it, because you know like what you're doing. It's like you're just so caught up in that moment of just like you know like 
this is breathing life into something. Yeah, exactly. You bring it to life. Exactly. Exactly. And when you hear it back, you know, um, you know, I have a studio here and everything like that. And I'm like learning, um, some of the stuff I've been doing as of late has been better than, you know, when I first got the studio, but there's nothing like going to a studio and all you got to do is just play and not worry about anything else. Because when you hear it come to life, man, it's like, it's this feeling I can't really even describe. It's just like, I did that. Like I did that. Like it's. So what's your plans uh, moving forward with these? I mean, or so, uh, you don't really have any plans. I just gonna wing it. Think on the new the new song. I know we we did like the scratch track and, yeah. and drop D. I would really like to do that. Was that drop D? Yep. Oh, I would really like to do that on drop C sharp. Okay. Just a little bit down. Yeah. It's a chunkier song, so I feel like you can really. I don't know, like the lower tuning, just the way that you like just fucking dig into it, just sounds a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, man. So. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. So you probably use the, uh, probably, well, we don't have a name for it, but the, uh, double cut Gibson. Um, no, I'll be using the, I'll be using Charizard. Charizard. Yup. Sick, man. That's fucking Charizard. That's awesome. Um, I'm pumped for that, man. I'm super excited. Stoked um, as fuck. Let's get it. We're looking here on camera for uh, people who are watching. Now, uh, we have your amps here as well as people who have been watching. have been seeing me flick to this angle now. To the left, we what do we have here, Nick? So it'll be on our left, the, the computer's right. So the black amp yes. is... A 1992 uh, PV5150. Um, it comes with, usually comes stock with um, 12AX7 preamp tubes, 6L6 power tubes, and Sheffield speakers. These speakers were swapped out to Celestian GT1275s. And the tubes were actually swapped out to Tungsol. 12AX7 and, and uh, Tongue Saw um, EL uh, 6L6s. That's that, and that, those are the speakers? No, those are the, the power those are the tubes. tubes. Oh, okay. The okay, speakers okay. are the, the Celestian the GT1275s. Right, right, right. Um, that thing is fucking loud, bro. That is a, that's the loudest yeah. 60 watt amp I've ever that's heard. That's only 60 watts? It's dude? 60 watts. What? It. It's it's That's punishing. Insane, it's on. Bro. It's unforgiving. Wow. It's, when we're gonna plug it in a little bit, but um, we're running it on low settings. Like it is, it is definitely a beast. Um, it's probably my more bigger venue amp. Even though it's only ten watts more than the than the, the former. Um, damn. I was trying to look for something, but I couldn't find it in time. Uh, hold on. So like so you you say big ant or big venue you mean for the fifty one fifty like if you need a like just more volume, basically. So for like a for like a voltage lounge type deal? Yes. I actually well, Mario played that amp at the voltage lounge. Oh yeah, he did. That the, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the uh, body Acrolean. snatcher so, right, right, show. Right. For the Acrolean set, that was dope. That was a sick show. That was a really cool one. Is this how that this amp plays? You guys remember this video? I went to Levine's yesterday, get some pants for me and my niggas. I'm gonna steal them, I ain't heard no money. You remember this? Dude? Met a girl there. Is this like Trying the 5150? Just aggressive like, for no reason. 
Just everything. What's that smell like? Hi, how the like, fuck are you doing it there? <laughs> you didn't know what to say. I was like, bitch, don't make me ask you again. Anyway. Got oh, man. Uh, dude, unforgettable, man. Um, the 5150 is great. It ha- it does have a great story, too, by the way. Yeah, it does. So how did you acquire this amp? Um, So originally first, when Alex hit me up to start jamming and everything after I moved back to Jersey... What um, was this? This was like 20... Uh, September 2017 or so. September 2017. Yeah, because I got back in 2018, late 2018. When we started jamming in 2019. Or, no, I got back 2019. We started jamming right. end of 2019, early 2020. So you got back two years prior. Yes. Okay. So what happens is I buy this big fucking Bougera 333XL. Let's see if I'll pull that up on screen. Yeah. Um, so, B-U-G-E-R-A, 333-XL, um, just, yeah, so the half stack, so that's the head, yeah, so I had the whole half stack, um, that's it, that's only the, um, the combo. Oh, okay, hold on, let me pull that up on screen, so So this is the, this is the head too. That's the head, yes. Okay. But you had the full thing. I had, well, I had the head and I had the 412 cabinet. Um, I drive a little coupe car. I can't fit that shit. I really couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't fit my amp in my car. I'm like, oh, so this is just 120 watts. It's just way too much for a bedroom amp. Like, Is this what you have right here? No. So no. that that's a different setup. See that cabinet? Down. That right. one. Exactly. Bang. That is exactly it. I had no really no use for it though so i just needed a combo amp that i could you know like just like reasonably like bring around and stuff so i put it on facebook marketplace like five minutes later some dude on bob he's like the coolest guy ever he's like some like uh, the like probably late 50s early 60s like retired veteran and stuff hits me up he's funny as hell um he said yo i would love that i have a um epiphone les paul custom Koa top and a 5150 21260 watt combo. I'll trade you. And this is why uh, Eddie Van Halen was still. This is while Eddie Van Halen was still alive. Yeah, R.I.P. Um, to the greatest. Eddie. But um, we salute you. Yeah, we do. You know, you're 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 sorely missed I'll already. Just take another shot. Yeah, for Eddie might Van as well. Halen. But, um, yeah, th- so that is, Eddie Van Halen did pretty much, I forget why the 5150 is called the 5150, but it's, it's his amp, it's his signature's on yeah, top. Yeah, here, I'll pan to it You now. probably can't see it, like, right nah. on top, but it's there. It's there, trust us. It's there. <laughs> I have trust no reason to lie us. to you. You have the internet to, to find out. It's to not like, he, he didn't hand sign it, it's stamped on there. His signature just been, like, printed. Cheers to, uh, EVH. Jindan. Salute. So anyway, this is while he's still alive. I, I see that trade offer. I'm like, holy fuck. And what, sorry, what, what guitars and amps, so you had the the Bougere at the time. What guitars did you have? I pretty much, I had the Gibson Les Paul. I had the Chibson. The, I had the Chibson and I had the Ibanez. Oh, okay. And, and an acoustic that I sold actually just a couple months ago. But, right. um. But anyway, anyway, I jump at it. Jump at the offer. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. When do you want to meet? That's I'm like, I'm offer. not even going to try to like, like, I think I already got a deal. Right. So, and I did. Um, we both got exactly, by the way, I don't 
like I wasn't trying to rip this guy off or anything. No. Like we both You guys wanted a certain thing. This was mutual. Yeah. Like yeah. if he had said you got that and a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks, I'll trade you, I would have done that. Right. So but the thing is I put it up for sale, so it, it's kind of like typical that if you want it, I put it up for sale or for trade. If you want it, you kinda have to offer me something. Right. If it if it's like a trade, I, it, it needs to be a higher value than what I have. Right. So, um, but a sale, no. Yeah. But anyway, so I ended up making the trade. The, the Les Paul I sold on Mercari, kind of like right away. I got like 500 beans for it. Sick. These amps, like, they were going for between like five and $800 when, you know, like when Eddie Van Halen was still alive. And then like literally like the day after he died, people were trying to sell them for like 1500 like $2,000. It's kind of like yeah. fucked up. Like yeah, the guy just died and like you're just... You're, you're making you're, money off yeah, him. Yeah, like you're, you're just an absolute cockroach. But yeah. like, you yeah. really are just a bottom feeder. But... Do you, ever, do you hear uh, Wolfgang, uh, his music? Mm, he's fantastic. Yeah, man. He's yeah. ridiculous. It's real good. Really yeah, I think good. he's gonna do something with John Bottom's son and stuff too. Like because, probably, yeah. Because, that would be like, a, that would be a great move. That would be ridiculous. I would. That'd love be a great that. move. He but, just um, uh, actually dropped a new song. Uh, sorry, but he just dropped a new song. Uh, I believe yesterday or the day before that. Um, I wish I could play it here on you know the podcast, but we get pulled. Thanks down. YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. Copyright <laughs> law and yeah. you blood sucking lawyers out there. God, get it's a life. Ridiculous. Go chase an ambulance. Yeah, but, like, Jesus. Um, Anyway, I guess move on to the. Uh, oh yeah, I'm we'll gonna stop on. talking shit on people now. Well, gonna... well, well, you didn't finish the story, so it was, uh, or did you? It was. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that, that was pretty much it. Traded oh, okay, okay. showed up at a Wawa parking lot for you guys watching who might Aren't be on... unfortunate not to have to, a Wawa. not to have a Wawa or know what it is. It's the world's greatest convenience store in Jersey. Like literally, there's there's maybe four spots in the entire fucking state where you can stand and look around and not see one. Like yeah. they're everywhere. Yeah. But um, you know what I say to people who don't have Wawa, who don't have Wawa around them. You know what I say to them? My apologies. You suck. That's exactly suck. what I say to them. You yeah, suck. Like, and people want sheets. No, dude. <laughs> sheets is great too. Sheets is great. Right, I don't hate on delicious, affordable fast food. Well, people want to hate on Wawa, man. Uh, we'll get right to the amp in a second. But people want to hate on Wawa because they're like, oh man, like people blow it out of the. You know, people make people hate on it because people love it so much. But other people that hate on it, usually their argument is, oh, well, it's just another gas station type food. And it's like they sell tobacco products as well. But it's like. Shut up. Stop being an edgelord. Like, you don't you're, understand. You're, you're just saying stuff. You like the sound of your own right. voice. You're saying yeah. stuff just to cause a controversy. Yeah. You like fucking Wawa. You love Wawa. Like, stop acting like you don't. And if you go to Wawa and you hate Wawa, you have. You should be evaluated for you psychological deep, you problems. You have deeper issues that, than we even have time to explore <laughs> on this fucking podcast, nor the degrees or, or, the, or the certifications. So we're, we're going to move the fuck on. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. So we got uh, to the right this nice beige boy. This is the newest stamp. This like is a, a um, the first time I played one of these is a PV uh, 50s classic 410, which means there's four 10-inch speakers in there. They're Celestion uh, 1030 speakers. They're pretty good. They come with 12AX7 preamp tubes like most PVs, I, I believe. But they have EL84 power tubes. Um, the 6L6s in the 5150 are much hotter. They're much, you know, made for, like, high gain and metal. Right. This thing will still pump, but it's a little bit more headroomy and refined. Um, 
I played one of these for the first time at Surreal Sound Studios. It's a great little vintage rehearsal studio. Where's that? In like the hood in Kensington. But like It's yeah, in Kensington? Yeah, but and, like, What you park- were you doing in Kensington, Nick? I don't know. It's me and Alex. We're just up to no good. <laughs> like what the fuck? Like of think? course you were. Like, no, for real. We just you put, there's a church across the street. You know what I mean. I'm I think not, I know exactly I, what you're talking about. I'm not going to do any shenanigans under the under the <laughs> the, the watchful eye of Jesus. You know, so or Santa. But, um, <laughs> and say, yeah, and, can't forget him. I know. I don't want Cole. Um, <laughs> but uh, fucking. That's hilarious. No, but for real, it's really in Kensington. Yeah, it's it's Holy on. Uh, I forget which street. It's really not that bad. It's not what you're thinking. But, no, I, um, no. It's it's pretty, they leave you alone. You don't know what I'm thinking, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's the I, I do I know exactly what you're thinking. Like, you might see like a couple crackheads and like maybe right. like like a prostitute That's or, two or something. But it's yeah. not like you know you're not walking out. It's not like gunshots and shit. And, like, okay, I don't know. But there so was you're this, not getting there was this one like kind of like weird white guy who always hung outside the Chinese store like right down. I'm just trying to get some fucking pizza rolls after practice, bro. Like, you need to fuck off. Was he but, asking you for, like, quarters and shit? I'm not quite sure what he was saying, <laughs> dude. He was just shot. Like, just absolutely just... Fun fact. Do you, ever, do you know what Kensington Yoga is? No. Do you, ever, you never heard of Kensington Yoga? So, Kensington Yoga comes from a term when people are... Is that when you shoot up and just fall and you're, over? Yeah. Doing and the you, stand? And you're standing. Yeah. Yup. That's Kensington yeah, Yoga. Yeah, damn, yo. By the way, if you're watching this and you're on dope, stop. <laughs> Please get like, help. Just get off. Like you're gonna fucking die. It's no way to live. But um, anyway, this okay. amp. The first time I played this amp was at that <laughs> fucking studio, surrounded by crackheads. But, um, there it is. Right oh, there, there it is. Hold oh, on. the hold on. Hold that story. We got, we gotta bring you exclusive. Oh, this is great. Hold on. This lactobacillus ruteri will make your balls huge. This guy said. So if you have that problem, go get some lactobacillus ruteri. Oh, oh, dude, I can't stand that. I know. He has another ad about poop. Listen to this. Listen to this music. This is what we call Kensington yoga. Yeah, if you guys aren't familiar, it's. I mean. I had a boy, dude, like, my boy used to get like this. Like, it's it's really sad. It like, really is, man. I mean, it really is, but at the same time, it's kind of funny I'm not going to lie. Okay, like... It's there, funny when you're driving a by of, it. There's a little bit of humor to it. If like, you can't laugh at this, No, like, on. if you you can't be so serious about everything to, listen, like... Listen, we didn't force this guy to do this. No, like... Listen. And listen, from a person who's yeah, been there... Yeah, like, we, we dabbled, bro, like... You... You gotta grow up and get out at some point. It's like, all right, it's this is this is we're done. Like, yeah, you gotta like, you gotta be done. We're like, too old for this shit. Anyway, I wanted to uh, per, yeah. uh, bring you guys our new segment, Kensington Yoga. Um, so go ahead, back to Kensington the uh, PV. <laughs> so the beautiful PV. So yeah, I played this amp for the first time in that studio in Kensington. I loved it. I didn't get it for a while. Um, basically, it came down to a point where. Um, you know, like my girlfriend's real smart with her money and this, that, and other thing. She does a lot of shopping and pays it right off on her credit card because a credit card, smart. you actually get cash back for and everything. So it's almost like, you know, eventually you just, yeah, it's like 3% cash Yeah. Back you're going to spend $10,000 a year easily on food or whatever. Like just Might that, as well make get a thousand dollars back. Exactly. So basically she said, fuck, I need like a thousand more dollars and then I can hit the 
what's it called for like travel miles or something like if you spend a certain amount of money it'll give you like 50,000 like miles or like something like perks per like for the credit yeah. card okay so like yeah, it'll give sense. you like like flight miles right so like right. you have 50,000 miles to like fly free or something yeah like that's yeah fucking awesome uh, well I don't well it might be 50,000 miles but or like I, whatever it is yeah like there was but some, I know exactly there, there was some yeah. nice incentive you were getting more than a thousand dollars worth so I said do I have the amp for you <laughs> I was like put this on your credit card I'll pay you for it and like that's so, how I got it that's amazing um, so I will be upgrading it a little bit I'm looking at um, I might throw two. I might leave two of the um, 1030s in there because I actually do like their sound, but I want a little bit more pal from it. So I'm looking for two 10 inch, either Jensen's or Celestian Greenbacks. Okay. The, and, and the Greenbacks, um, Celestian Greenbacks, I mean, you have those in the 5150. Uh, GT1275s in the 5150, they're even a little bit more boomy than the Greenbacks. The right. Greenbacks. Are just I, I don't know they're just something they sound really good with like I mean they sound good period but yeah. like they sound really good with like a like a vintage this is a vintage inspired amp it's like more right. classical sounding so um dude I mean this is a, an amazing yeah. setup and then we got your pedal board as well and we'll dive into we'll plug in one of these guitars yeah. or two yeah um but man before I mean really this is an amazing setup you got when you when Thanks, you just man. take a step back and look at it I mean. I mean, however, which angle you put just on it, just work hard and invest in crypto, and you'll get. It. And we're gonna get to that we'll too. Get to it. Um, but I mean, what I wanted to ask you, man, uh, you know, who kind of shaped your thinking and idea um, on what and how you wanted to play guitar and how you developed your sound over time? Oh uh, well, the first person, the first person I heard that made me want to play guitar. It sounds so stereotypical. Is Randy Rhodes? He's just, like rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, he was ridiculous. Making me take another um, shot. Yeah. Then I started getting really into, of course, like you know, I'm a, I'm 29 years. Old. I was born in 1991. So by the time 97, you know, 2000, everything's rolling around 2001. I'm like between like you know seven and like 12 years old. So I start listening to bands like Less Than Jake and Goldfinger. Um, of course, Blink. Some 41. Um, Green Day. Yeah. Green Day, yeah. Like all, all those kind of like bands and everything. Third Eye Blind, huge ins huge inspiration. Actually, more on my writing than my actual guitar sound because they're, you know, like they're more clean. Yeah. But um, in terms of tone, it's, uh, it's, it's going to sound super like pretentious and stuff, but it's really like, it's kind of like what I like to hear. Like, you, I, I watch all these endless guitar videos and reviews and pedals and blah, 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 on all these different channels on YouTube and all these different reviews. So then, like, I just kind of get an idea of, like, what I like to hear and then kind of, like, narrow it down to the gear that will let me do that. So, like, I like, I don't like too throaty sounds. Like, I don't, I kind of like a little bit of a British and a little bit of, like, an American bite. I like something that has like a pow and a crang to it. I don't like too midsy. I like a yeah. nice top end. Like I'm just, ah, uh, it just, for anybody else who like dials in their shit and like, you know, like the sound that you're looking for. Like once you hit the sweet spot, it's like, ah, like, ah, like that's, that's it. That's it, yeah. So, but I, for me, usually that, that's going to require for the sound that I like, 
amps that are you know have two channels yeah. and are capable of higher game Pumping. structures yes so does that uh, with that does that come with higher like you're forced to buy a higher wattage amps or like where did where do you dial that not necessarily so that really all comes down to amp circuitry not so much like the wattage like there's just different circuits like there's like okay. the fender circuit and like right. that's why fenders really don't have a lot of gain but you can get them really loud without yeah. them breaking up. Like they stay clean. That's right. called headroom. Okay. That's just like a type of circuit. And then there's like more of a compressed circuit. I this is like the fit the 50s classic is more headroomy. 51 50s more compressed. Um, so like, it, but I find uses in both of them. Right. Like because I like break up on my clean channel, but I don't like a. Re- Retarded amount of distortion. Right, right. On my distortion channel, right. even like I want it to like sound like there's a lot going on. It doesn't necessarily necessarily have to be. But anyway, like so wattage is really just like how loud your amp is going to be. It really comes down to like your again like your circuitry and the tubes that you use. El eighty fours are you find them in fenders and like circuits like they're they're lower gain. Six L sixes, um, stuff like that. Um, EL34s, some things that, like, you find in, like, maces and angles and shit like Uh, that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, blow the fucking doors down, stuff like that. But you can... Amps are more versatile than you think. Like, if you have... You can get a great metal tone out of a fucking jazz amp and you can get a great fucking like it just you just have to rework it like there's always with the jazz amp you'll always have more headroom and more smoothness with a metal amp you'll always have more grit and you'll have more compression but you can still get a really clean slightly compressed sound or a really overdriven headroomy sound and like they kind of like elicit different emotion. Like they make right. you want to write different, different shit. shit. Yeah. Like it's, it's really just for inspiration and just really bad ADHD. I just like to jump from thing to thing and have a lot of shit. Right. Like in all sorts of the sound spectrum that could yeah. hit anything. Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, they should do. We should do a thing, man. Did you ever see uh, Tom DeLonge's Pursuit of Tone? I with Ernie Ball. I have. Yeah, that would be dope if. Uh, you know, I don't know what the context is for that. I I think he just goes into like a guitar center, right, and then just plays. He's pretty a much just talks about like how he elicits. Really, a lot I've watched it. It's like really how he elicits emotion. Right. It's not so much about. And he said it. He goes, I wish I took lessons. I wish I was better, so I would have more to pull from. But yeah, well, see, that's the thing with you. Don't need to be ridiculously good to write ridiculously no. good songs. No, not at all. Songwriting is like that's. Well, there's a lot of different facets to songwriting. Um, it it depends on how you are as a songwriter, who you're with, who you're writing songs with, um, you know, how you're feeling that day, what kind of sounds you're getting out of your, you know, uh, amps and guitars. The mood you're in, like, it's everything. Mood, yep, everything. Yeah. It's the kind not- of music that you're listening to, because like it's, it's impossible anymore not to like write like a truly, at least for me anyway, I'm, I have problems writing like a truly organic song just because there's so much music out there. And yeah. you usually find out whoever you're listening to, you, fi- you, you kind draw of inspiration, write, you yeah. draw inspiration, like almost like overwhelmingly from them. Right. And you kind of like write stuff that might sound like them, which is okay. That's not a bad thing. I'm not. I'm not trying to say that. But like, well, unless you take 
all the drop D chords. Like some people we know. Uh, yeah. Uh, but anyways. Uh, none of us own music anymore. We were having that conversation. It's all owned by one man. Man. And I use that term loosely. <laughs> Lucy McGoosey. Lucy Goosey. Sorry. And I had I had to throw that in there. But, but you're on a roll. Sorry. I no, think that, I cut you off. That's, um... No, you're drawing inspiration from, you know, how... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, like, you just... You just... I kind of pulled from everywhere. Like, I like... Like, let's talk about the Take Off Your Pants and Jacket Blink album. The guitar tone in that is, like, not very high gain, but just super thumpy impression. Punchy, I think, I think yeah. they use either either a Mesa or a Hughes and Kettner for that. I, I, I can't remember. They use either one of those amps. They're both fantastic. Um... So I'm like, how do I incorporate some a little bit of that? But then I love, 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 love. Hence, all my pickups are modeled that way. It seems like Slash's sound. Right. Slash's Appetite for Destruction sound. And again, it sounds so cliche. And I'm probably, people probably like, be like, oh, this, Chew boom, you out. this fucking millennial boomer. <laughs> but um, Millennial boomer. Yeah, right. Like, but oh, Jesus. He, that that tone was so good. Like that tone was raw, but it wasn't overwhelming. It didn't f flub out anything else. I'm like, that is like, how do I capture that? A little bit of everything. Right, like, right. and I'm still, you know, like on like the the road. Are you still pursuing uh, the pursuit of tone? Are you still pursuing still your pursuing tone? tone? That's like the greatest part about music and like tone and stuff. Like the best tone has never been discovered yet, and right? the best song has not been written. Exactly. Yet. So. Exactly. Now, uh, you would think maybe the best song has been written due to the fact this the the shit that comes out now it's like watered down. You well, know? yeah. I mean, well, there's like certain like there's there's absolutely no way. I don't care what anybody says that like Old Town Road or whatever the hell it is. Like yeah, man. Like that's, that's not like, the best song ever written. No. Do people really think that? Um, by statistically, it is, but it's, it's yeah. It's still a no. The best song ever written is still "Yesterday" by Paul McCartney. It's the most perfect song. It moves perfectly. It's. I'd have to argue against that, and maybe say "Stairway to Heaven." Maybe, mm. and that sounds cliche as fuck. I mean, there might be other great songs, but they but... didn't organically write "Stairway to Heaven." Led Zeppelin took a lot of. Like actually, they were caught like stealing music, no like, shit, stealing riffs and stuff. Yeah, dude, like a lot. Like off of not... Danny, probably off of Danny. Probably off of fucking Danny Mac, dude. Off of Danny. It must be hard being him, just owning everything. Everything. Like, like. <laughs> just sitting high oh atop his God. ivory tower. Like. That's funny. We recorded with. Uh... I own all of you. <laughs> That's mine. <laughs> Bring me that tone. Bring that tone over here right now. Sir, are you playing that tone? That is my tone. Bring it here. Jeez, man. I just want to kick that kid. Jeez, man. But, um, I do. So <laughs> I mean, a lot of people do. But, yeah. It's cra that's crazy. That's crazy. We can all that, that, I, mean, I would love to do a whole show about that just scenario. Yeah, we can. We can. I would love to. And this is an op-ed. This isn't news. So no. It's, it could it's, be considered slander. Even though it's all it's true, not, but it's not. But it's not slander. It's all true. It's true. It's all so, true. It's all true. But he could definitely be like, oh, like uh, you're slandering me, and then tell his. He probably watch. Story. He probably would. I mean, he, he would. if he if he did, he'd be a big f. And could, I can't say it on YouTube. He, he could literally like be standing in this room, and he, he could be like, guys, I'm not fucking here right now. 
Like, I won't be like, yes, you are. No, I'm not. I'm not here, guys. Just like define, like pathological doesn't cover the term. There the, words, the weight of what, what a liar he is. There's but. words that we're, we aren't able to use on YouTube, no. Spotify. Uh, pour yourself another shot. No, that's all good. I was just looking at it. Well, you look thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. That, anyway, yeah. I mean, what, what, listen, man, that could go in a, in a thousand different directions. And you know what? The song is on YouTube. And you also know what? You don't own all a drop D. And you know what? Number three, you didn't write the fucking song. So that's what I got to say to that. <laughs> anyway, um, we're going to get into uh, the way quick. shit sounds. Um, I mean, we've been talking a good game here. Uh, I'm anxious to see how this is going to come out and how it's going to sound. Um, you know, because it could sound like shit. I mean, because listen, it's like. It's like anything. If you own something and you don't take care of it or you don't, uh, you know, put your quote unquote all into it. You have to nourish. You have to nourish it, man. Um, It's like with anything. So uh, without further ado, uh, well, I'll kind of rift here a little bit while you plug in. Yeah. So Um, I'm going to take off these. Yeah. Take take them off. And I'm just going to head over there. And when I have to talk, I'll lean in. Yeah. Yeah. We'll play it by ear. We'll play it by ear. This is uh, something new. Uh, This is something that we've been wanting to do. For a while, is do uh, Nick's uh, rig rundown. So we'll actually we'll just use this. Fuck it. Good old Charizard. Good old Charizito. We're gonna start playing through. You actually you might want to kill this this mic. Good. So you can uh I guess I'll talk to you and you can narrate unless they can't hear me. They can hear pretty well. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna leave that on for that purpose. And just leave it facing that okay. way. So we're so going to people that off. are people that are listening. Uh, Nick's just plugging in right now, uh, and then we're gonna play out of the PV uh, first with the uh, the Gibson uh, standard. We are well the traditional, but basically a standard any other year. Um, so the Charizard. The pedals, the pedals we're running here. Pedals we're running. We have. I'm going. So I got a front face of the amp, and then I have the effects loop, of course. In the front face, I just have this cheap little Donner tuning pedal first, going straight into a Ibanez Mini uh, TS808 Tube Screamer, straight into a Spark uh, or a TC Electronic Spark uh, Decibel Booster EP Boost into a noise gate. Um, and for the effects loop, I have just an MXR carbon copy delay and an MXR analog chorus running straight in. Start off on the clean channel, I suppose. We shall start on the clean channel. Um, here, do you want to, can you sit and play? I can. I just gotta, let me uh, drag my pedals over a little bit. Might have to like re-angle the chair just a little that's bit. Fine. Yeah, that will be good. So here's the um, totally dry clean channel. This is my tones. I, I won't go through everything. And be like, well, here's you know with the e- with all the you know the the EQ set at noon and blah blah blah. We're not gonna do that. Yeah. Um. That's that's just doing too much. These are just basically my standard show. I'm ready to go play at a bar. Right now. Settings. We're live yes. tonight at Borre. So here's the dry sound. You throw the spark on it. It's the first one. It's necessary. A little Oof. bit of volume and just articulation and just 
all the dynamics of your sound just pow right, right up there now for the clean like I said I like a broken clean I take the the um Ibanez and I basically turn like the the tone to about two o'clock the level to about uh, about one o'clock and the output down like almost like all the way down like to like one half like almost not even one so basically you there's that you click it in just a little bit Ooh. extra yeah just nice. like so it just kind of like holds out the sustain a little longer right I don't know. That sounds I don't, good. I don't know what man. I'm playing, but um, that sounds good. So yeah, so that's that's my sounds clean real channel. Twangy. Usually, um, on cleans, yeah, it does. It's it's spanky. Spanky, yeah, yeah right. That, that's a better word. Yeah. So that's my clean. That sounds like something. Uh, that sounds like the the exact channel you would play with on uh, '90s. Yes, like the exact sound. So th th this is the '90s song sound. We own this music. Whoa! Don't fall. Oh. Um, you, uh, YouTube. We own this music. So we're gonna so, play it. So we're gonna fucking play it. It's on our channel for fuck's I sake. I fucking wrote it. So don't take it down. Here, we'll do a little uh, karaoke on. I swear I'll to turn, God. I'll turn the effects so on. So for that, you just hit a little bit of chorus and a little bit of uh, delay. So then you got... My time on bullshit and speaking this life away. It's good to see you still marching to your own beat. You always said you'd never fall in line. And maybe us kids back from this old street can make it out this time. And now. That was sick. Yeah, that was pretty cool, right? Um. So that's basically like my clean tone or for thanks. Every morning, forced to lead the path that's laid before me. Things they viewed important, I find awfully dull and boring. Constantly ignoring all the signs that never lead the path to glory. So yeah, great clean channel. Um, for the overdrive. Great channel, sound, man. Yeah, right. Holy it shit. is a nice sound. So that that sounds exactly how the fucking record sounds. It's bloomy. It's right. it's like uh, it's. There's so many weird words to use to describe guitar tone. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> yeah there really is. Humbuckers. Um. So. So bridge position. We will go into the. Gain stage. I guess. Why not? So here is the overdrive channel, dry. Let me turn off everything. So that's just the that dry overdrive. Nice. Um, so that's with the gain there at about, I don't know, fuck. It goes up to 12, it's just at like eight or nine. This is, Again, this is not a very gainy amp for it being up that high. That's not yeah. that much gain. But then you throw the boost over it. 
just wakes it up a little bit. That's you put a, yeah. that you put that overdrive on it. And it's alive. You get that midzy sizzle. Yeah. Um, midzy sizzle. Yeah, pretty much. That's a good title. Yeah, like so um mid sizz. So if like if I'm playing a solo or something, I will throw on that tube screamer and the MXR co uh, carbon copy. So I don't know. Fucking. For like the leads and hate me? You know? Whatever. Like the leads and hate me too? Or no? Oh yeah. Yeah? That Same tone? Yeah. Anything. Right. You know, if you're just really trying to like, I don't know, just like shred something. Fucking. Like uh, the kind of thing. Like when you get like that kind Oof. of. You know? you know what I noticed, man? And I don't know what this is oh, actually from. And also, the noise gate. Gotta remember to run that. That quiet stings. That, like, nips it in the butt, you know? Just silence some of the background noise. Not good to use on a clean channel, but... Definitely, definitely for throw yeah. on, a, on some nice, heavy overdrive. Right. Um, so, yeah. Um, that is the PV's... You know what I mean? Um, that's the PV. Uh, that's the PV classic. 50s classic with the Gibson standard. Yes. So now we can. Sounds dirty. Move on over. I just got to do a couple little. Uh, switch that off. Just got to move this over to here. While you're doing that, uh, okay. I'm I'm going to uh, try to should I I want to perform a karaoke song. Maybe if it's one of our songs through and through. Maybe we do burning up or something. Yeah. Uh, I was. Whatever. Yeah, I was gonna do a karaoke song of like a random hip hop song, but I don't know which hip hop song to look up. Um. Yeah, man, that sounds great. That See, I mean, this was that, that was a uh, that was a fun little review. Oh, uh, yeah. Usually, I promise anybody sing at uh, this rat's nest I got going on down here. I am much more organized during a show. But this is just basement time, so we're chatting. Well, and plus, too, I mean, I don't think you've ever played with uh, two amps on a show. No. Um, that's the next frontier, you know? Yeah, man. That would man. be pretty cool. Um, well, I, that was one of your ideas, dude. I do want to run an AV. Yeah. That would, or even, I mean, it would have to be a fucking hell of a venue. But to run both of them at the same time, right? Like both clean and gain and gain stages at the same exact time, it would just. It so, would be cool because they, both of these amps sound drastically different. So. Everyone listening at home, Nick, right now is just setting up uh, the fifty-one fifty. Um, yeah, man. So, what do you need exactly to uh, set both amps up and sync them up? It's like an AB switch or something. An AB um, switch? Yeah. So, or or a, basically, I don't know how you would like run them all. In, you have to like run them all in series, and like, there's a lot of like technical know-how that goes into that. Just because it's um, if you run it like this is like series versus parallel and you have to run the amps in a certain way and have like these attenuations otherwise you could fucking fry all the circuits and like right it's there's basically for the kind of shows that we're playing right now it's almost like too much to go wrong right right to to really at like not like a big you know if i was playing the fucking super bowl hell yeah we're what well, pulling out all the stops? Yeah, like, it's like a high risk, low reward type yeah, of deal. Exactly. Why don't you try another guitar? Why don't you try the SG with the yeah, 5150 or something? Actually, you know what I think I'm gonna go with? What's that, man? Because it sounds drastically different. 
What's that? What do you got? We're, we'll go with, see, the SG and the Les Paul, while they do sound different, they sound the most alike. Right. Out of any of them, because they're just, the SG, which camera You're mode? in this one, room. Right? There you are. There you are. <laughs> so, the, which, which one's looking at me? Uh, the middle. Got you. So, the SG was the Les Paul from 1961 to 1963, but Les Paul himself, Lester Paul, rest in peace, um, Hated the design of the SJ and told him to take his fucking name off of that. I don't want my name on that. He was like, "Oh, that's that's the shit you were telling me, man." Yeah, and then they called it the SJ for solid guitar. No, um, but what was the thing you were telling me, or was this with Fender when they did like the no name? Oh, so yeah, so so this um, is something completely different. Yeah, that, that's a little uh, bit different. So with Fender, what happened was the Fender Telecaster used to be called the uh, Fender Broadcaster. Gretsch already owned the term broadcaster like patent the term for i think like a drum set or something sued fender so you got to change that so in 1951 they had the fender broadcasters if you actually right. have one of those it's really rare 19 and then like halfway through 1951 i think or into 1952 they had the fender no casters where it just said fender on the headstock didn't say telecaster didn't say nothing right those are rare as well 1953 is the first year that actually said telecaster wow. for sure like end of 52 beginning of 53 something like that wow so the, those years approximately it was the early 50s a lot a lot of shit happened in guitars in the early 50s the, the defender broadcaster is the first solid body electric guitar the, wow. the the les paul didn't come out until 1952 a year later holy shit but but and technically the guy from Gretsch beat Seth Lover from Gibson. I forget the guy's name from Gretsch. The Gretsch Filtertron pickups are technically humbuckers, and he designed the humbuckers first before Seth Lover, but Seth Lover put the patent in first. Oh, we know a thing or two mm-hmm. about putting patents in. <laughs> Ooh, Dad. We do. Dad Dewey. Let me tell you. Fuck uh, these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Just move that mic over uh, to mic up to 51. And then I'll have it on on play here. So there we go. We should be just on it pretty good. Let me tune this one up a little bit. I was beating, beating on this one a little bit earlier. I'll put you back that way. Yeah, so... Uh, I could stay in here if you want. Like you could phase it. Well, around. you're not you're not really in frame, and I can't. True. I mean, I could move the cameras, but they're like kind yeah, of perfect. That, right now. Yeah, they're kind of perfect right now. Uh, so I mean, uh, for everyone out there watching, listen to thank you for tuning in. Um, you know, this is Nick's uh, rig rundown. This is what uh, you know he's playing here at Win by Two and on his you know free time. Um, man, it, it would be an understatement to call you a gearhead. Uh, a Honestly. little bit. I, I definitely I, I, I share the same um, addiction level as fellow gearheads. I just don't exactly share the same uh, finances. So, yeah, as yeah. As fellow gearheads. Well, we'll get there, man. I we mean, will. when uh, you know, uh, Anchor Coin and Dogecoin skyrocket to the moon, which we'll get to. We'll, we'll uh, own all the best amps. Now you see how much, as soon as I start playing this, I feel inspired. This is, I love P90s. This. Take a seat, yeah. This fucking guitar just sounds, p ninety sounds so warm, but so thin and so full, but so not and hollow all at the same time. Like they just, they really hit every uh, check mark. Checkbox, yeah. Th- that's why I think they're the perfect pickup. If you don't own a guitar with P90s, uh, I would highly suggest getting one. I know Epiphone right now. 
um, you can get um, like a TV yellow uh, Les Paul special or a uh, an SG classic. They come with P90s or the Epiphone P90s. They sound pretty good. If you wanted to upgrade to like different P90s, they're relatively inexpensive. For like five hundred dollars, you could basically have a guitar that sounds like a Gibson. Like and like and it sounds like a lot of money in the. That's not bad at all. In the scheme of of music, yeah. like as as you start finding out, you go deeper and deeper down like the musical <laughs> rabbit hole. It doesn't you get, stop. Dude. You get poorer and poorer. Yeah. Like it just. Let me ask you something real fast before you uh, crank this bad boy up. Uh, if if you had any advice out there for some, if you could give your fifteen year old self advice on what to buy, how to buy it, you know, what would what kind of advice would you give? Play if you're it on first. a budget, say that again. Play it first. Play it first. Play it first. Um, and play first and going with an open mind. When I was younger, I was like, "Yo, fuck Telecasters. They look corny. I don't like them." Um. They, I, they, but you never played it. I never once played a Telecaster. I was like, yo, fuck Laney amps. Laney. More like Lamey. They sound <laughs> like, like... More like Lamey. Um, going with an open mind. Don't think that there there's not a one-size-fits-all for anything. I mean, no. You can't play thrash metal on a jazz guitar, but that's just because of physics. It's a hollow body with all the gain you need. You will be feeding back so bad you won't be able to stop it. Your entire guitar will be vibrating. Right. Like, literally, like, shaking with feedback. You couldn't do it. But, like, for the most part, like, yeah, you can rip some fucking metal on a telly. Jim Root proved that. You You can rip, like, beautiful... Like, not always, like, crazy stuff, but just, like, wonderful sounds on an Ibanez. Steve I and Joe Satriani proved that to us. You can achieve any, damn near any sound with damn near any combination of damn near any amount of gear. Just go out. Don't worry about bugging the people at Guitar Center. They get (laughs) paid for you to bug them. Have them plug you in. Go try your shit. You know what I mean? And just keep... Don't get discouraged. Right. Because you're going to... You will hit a plateau. It's inevitable. Yeah, man. You, you Everyone will, does. You hit a point where you stop getting... Again, it's like, you know, diminishing returns. A right. $2,000 guitar, $10,000 guitar. $10,000 guitar is only one-fifth as good. Right. In three years, you might be... You might become 10 times better than you were at the three years. But at the 10-year mark, you might only be 25% better than you were. And at the 20-year mark, you might only be 10% better than you were at the 10-year mark. So yeah. like it's, but the thing is like, just don't get discouraged because any progress is progress yeah. and you're literally bringing life to an inanimate object and that's cool. Yeah. So absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think every, I mean, I can speak for myself, but probably for the broader spectrum, I think every musician hits some sort of plateau. I know I have, um, you know, not really as of recently. And but that's not as good as you can get for the record. Yeah. That's no. not as good as you can you gotta get. You got to keep going. It might be, you, it might be as good as you can get. At that time. At that moment. Yeah. Like, it's it's going to sound like super, like, I don't know, like, shroomy DMT, but, like, you might not be meant to be better then. Right, then and like, there, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you just, I you mean, get as good, go get as, good as you shit. can as fast, but that doesn't mean that you should not still practice, like, be like, oh, well, I'm not ready for fucking Yngwie Malmsteen yet. We're <laughs> yeah. going to just, you know, I can't play these Malmsteen rips. But I can but play What's My gonna, Age again. I, yeah, well, so I'm going to just practice the easy stuff and get the yeah. easy stuff down so good that if I was in a fucking coma, I could play it. Exactly. Like, exactly. That's what's important. It's just repetition and getting, and, and technique. And that, like, and just do I, it the right way. That, those two things, I'm going to add one more on there because uh, I like that. Um, but is playing your instrument I would say at least once a day for a half hour a day 
I mean, I'm not sure if you agree with that or not. There was a point when I was 16, 17, during the summer, I was playing guitar for nine hours a day. So, I mean, like, th- but that's like the extreme. Yeah, it, you like know? you but have to, you have to dedicate. You have to um, pick up your instrument, you know? You absolutely have to, even if it's just, listen, um, just come up with even like a practice routine for yourselves. Like before I really start like jamming and stuff, like I might just do like a couple little, like this finger warm up. It doesn't look like much on camera, but what I'm it's doing tough, is, man. what I'm doing is I'm keeping all my fingers anchored and I'm moving them one finger at a time without moving the other fingers. And it helps like create like that muscle fine motor, yeah, fine motor movement, muscle memory. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, just practice. Don't get discouraged, and learn as much as, as learn as much as you can. Push yourself as much as you can. But if you if you're starting to get to a point where you're hitting a plateau, don't try to like don't force yourself over it. Ease over it. Yeah. Like don't because you don't want to burn yourself out. Yes, yeah. you can get burnt out doing things you quick. Love. Yes, quickly too. It happens, and you get very discouraged because you're like, oh well, this isn't for me, and I just wasted all this money doing this. It's like you're good. You're gonna be fine. You know, just keep doing it. It's a great song. It is a great song. Just, just Eddie Van Halen sucked at one point. Yeah, he sucked. Yeah, everybody sucked. Everyone sucked. I, I, fucking Randy Rhodes sucked at one point. Michelangelo Badio sucked at one point. Mark Tremonti, uh, Alexi Laiho, rest Dude, in peace, sucked at one point. Everybody, no matter what they do at whatever craft, whether it's sports, you're whether gonna it's blow. podcasting, whether it's music, you're gonna suck, and it's gonna be terrible. You're going to be mortified to pick up your guitar on days. You're going to be mortified to do a podcast on days. But guess what? It's the days where you don't want to do it and the days where you're feeling the most block and the most fucking... Uh, and, uh, yeah, and like you don't that's have to, you you don't have to do be it. like, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to practice until that? I'm better. Yeah, go ahead. Thanks. You'd be like, I'm going to sit here, I'm going to practice until I'm better until I can play you know, super fast. Like, no, just pick it up, noodle around. Like, if you're just, I don't know... Look, keep, I just made a mistake playing keep, the fucking easy. Keep that song rocking. Ever. We're gonna do a karaoke on that song. I just decided that. All right, here we'll get some. You could sing it too. We got the reverb on. Check, check. We're good. Ready? Good. So yeah, um, I guess you want to segue with that right into the uh, tones. Right into the tone. Basically, the tone zone. The tone zone layer. So here <laughs> we go. Dry, dry, clean tone. Bridge pickup. Both pickups. Neck pickup. Throw on some of that uh, TC Electronic Spark. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
and then uh, throw in a little bit of that tube screamer for that nice, um, you know, that that nice clean tone. Uh... Oh. You know, real crispy. And now here's the... He did it. He did it. I did it. (laughs) I love it. Then here's the... What do we got here? Are we doing another karaoke? Yeah. It's much more... Well, that's a problem. Like with the P90s, you get a lot of that hum. Yeah, that's... And then you... Then Turn the noise the no- gate? The noise gate. Ooh. Quiets it up pretty nice. I do need a better noise gate. Um, that, dude, I mean, take the noise gate off again. Check this out. Serious. Listen to this again. That's without the noise gate? Here's without. <laughs> right. That's with the spark pedal. No it's noise like, gate. Right now, it's like... Now there's nothing. There's nothing. He's just tuning the guitar right now. Uh, I'm working levels as he's tuning the guitar. Everything. I'll praise the family's possibilities. Now you're on your own. Nowhere but the road. Find your place. Come on, let's go. We'll make time move slow. If I never took advice from you, then I think you lead me on. And I never had a strength to tell you. I gave up and moved on. I write songs to my friend Kendo. Burning up because we're young It's like staring on a barrel of a loaded gun Yeah Beautiful Give it so, up yeah. for Nick, Sir Nick Noche, man Thanks guys, it was, uh, it was a pleasure Give this it up It was actually a lot of fun Yeah man, that's, that's solid man um, So right now, gun to your head man Gun to your head You only have one amp And you get to carry one Standard and one drop tuning guitar. What are you taking with I'm you taking, on an island? I'm, if I'm taking, if I'm on an island, I'm taking 5150. I'm taking the Les Paul traditional, and for the drop tuning, I'm uh, actually I would take this and the Les Paul traditional for the drop tuning. Solid man, solid. It's the go-to. That is the go-to man. Um, I'm just trying to think uh, if there's any other song we want to uh, bring to everyone. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna play a little bit of that. Uh... Hmm. That's that's my favorite thing right there. Let, let that just, you know, strike one for the juror or whatever it's called. Uh, when you do that live, man, after a song, and it's still oh, it's still the... ringing. Like if you end on a note. It's not that. It's you did it. You did it with "Hold Your Call." 
Uh, after hold your okay, call, I was getting ready. I was judo chopping. <laughs> getting ready to uh, take the mic. No, but after hold your call, it was. It was uh, still ringing a little bit. <laughs> That's it right there. That's it. <laughs> That's fucking it right there. This actually, this rig really gets the. Cheers, everyone. Let's have another drink. We're going to do another karaoke. Let's do this one. We'll go line for line. Gotcha. Captures the uh, sorry, dude. I'm sorry, I suck at singing. I haven't sang like that. Sounds great. That was this is without the noise gate on. That's without, yeah. This is with the noise gate. This is without just a little bit more, a little bit more open. You, you probably can't really pick it up on a microphone, but in person, there's just a little bit more like breath. Well, you know, you, you could hear it. Um, Actually, you know what? No, you're right. On a mic, you really can't pick it up. Yeah, man. This is uh, quite a collection. You got... Uh, thank yeah. you, thank you, sir. This was fun. Yeah, man. I mean, this has been a, a fucking a treat. Uh, I know we've been wanting to do this for a while, and I'm I'm so glad that you know uh, get around to it finally. Finally, yeah. you know what's the thing you said right before the show? We say it a lot, Shit. and it's like we don't. It just sounds dumb. You were saying, oh fuck. You know what we should do? That's what we. I think that's what it was. No, um, what we say is, and we always sound dumb. Come to camera we, and, we and say this. We always sound dumb saying it. We'll go. Or what we could do is, <laughs> <laughs> we just always sound like an idiot every time. <laughs> well, uh, I'm glad we uh, got to do this. Um, it's it, it's been awesome since day one. That really, was sick. since I set the show up and everything, and got the cameras and the mics and the studio and and everything else. It's uh, been real. Well, I mean, and since the day I met you, dude, like it's really been a day one sort of thing where it's like. I recognize the, uh, you know, the, the drive and the, the head behind the gear, mm -hmm. uh, that, that is you, man. And, um, you know, you're not just someone who picks up a guitar 
and plays it out of a random amp and doesn't know anything, just knows the chord. Not even that. Like, barely you know that. You just know, like, power chords and that's that. It's like, you're like how I am, dude. It's like, we have similar personalities, but it's, we have addictive personalities. So when we do something, we put everything into You just into can't, it. just a little bit's not enough. It's, it's not like, enough. I need to, like, I need to sink myself into it. Exactly. Like, I can't breathe. Exactly. It, you, we do something so much where, you know, uh, you probably get sick of it after a while. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, nah, man, I mean, this has been a blast. So, um... So you're taking the 5150, the standard, and the double cut with yes. you? Yes. On an island. Yes. Those would be my three. Sick, man. And then what, what are you using again for... And by the way, like Nick mentioned in the beginning, Win by Two is in the studio. We'll be dropping a song by like the end of April, this spring. Um, and you're going to be using the uh, Charizard for that. Uh, yes, I, I will be using the Charizard for that. It's uh, I think it's pickup, the uh, the Burst Bucker 2 works well for the sound it's it's gainy and it's it's powerful but it's not overpowering um and the song we're writing is like it's kind of like you, you hit it hard you know right. like it, it's, right. it's coming hard at you so like that can really like especially with the thicker strings and everything yeah as it could just it could take it it, yeah. it can take the punishment like that this song is about to unfortunately give it your your instruments take punishment whenever yeah man so make sure you, you do adequate guitar. Do adequate guitar care. Yeah, yeah. Take care Change of your, your guitar. strings every three months. Change your strings. Polish that bad motherfucker, and uh, you know. Keep your fretboard um, polished. Well lubricated. Keep your uh, keep the nut well lubricated. Um, make sure. Yes, you always gotta keep the nut. nut. You gotta lube the nuts, bro. Lube the nuts. Lube the nuts. Lube the nuts. Um, yeah, man. So by the time this show is out, it'll be Monday. I'm dropping this Monday. True. So people hear this on Tuesday or on Monday. And then tomorrow, essentially, uh, I'll be starting drums for our uh, Win by Two's new song. So I'm excited for that. We'll be in the studio for the next couple weeks, uh, you know, doing some video work behind the scenes. And that's really what you got to know for our new single. And like Nick said earlier, it's coming hard. It's coming fast. It's like, you know, Tyson in his prime, you know, Ali in his prime. It's it's one, two, bang. And it's, you know, in and you're out. You don't even know what the hell happened, <laughs> you know? You just wake uh, up like. Like what? Fight's over. <laughs> yeah, time to go home. Uh, so we got that. Uh, we have some fun collabs coming up. Which I'll kind of keep it surface level for this. I I don't like doing this on podcast, you know, because I feel like the people who do watch, I, I feel like I I owe them something, um, but you know, so I don't like just dropping like Hansel and Gretel breadcrumbs anymore. I like giving people more than a little bit more meat. So basically, I guess without saying too too much, we yeah. are in um we are in talks with um two local bands that we've previously had on this show yes um and we've toyed with this idea actually for about the past year and like you know we play shows with each other and we'll be like and we'll be hanging out we'll say yeah we should do this this that another thing so you know what we could do yes god i'm gonna die um <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so, fuck um, f in the chat um f in the chat everybody for what we know what we could do is you know um what we could do is that should be a shirt. No, we will. Uh, we could. I'm um, write it down. I just literally just said it accidentally. I'm done. Um, <laughs> Where's it at? Fucking wah wah. It is. It's a. It's a wah. Um, we will be collaborating with two bands previously seen on this show. Um, hopefully, 
this is all tentative, of course, because a couple of the members of their own bands, you know, they have, like, their own stuff going on, and, like, some of them are in school, like, you know, like, just doing their thing. It's like, we, we understand, like, life happens. Yeah. Hopefully, we will have that written and dropped to the public, you all, um, by the beginning of July, um, hopefully. Um if not, definitely by the the end of the summer, the, the beginning of fall, earliest. We don't like to. I personally don't like to rush a writing process because I don't like to just pump out anything. Yeah. I don't like to just put out anything. Be like, oh, this riff works. We're just gonna throw shit on the wall and see if it sticks. See like, if it sticks. No, yeah. like, like me personally, I like to like think it out. Like, how can I optimize this riff? Like, you know what I mean. So that's why, you know, I mean, I'm glad you hit on this because that's why people are wondering, damn, like, you know, why why haven't we heard any new music? And which is kind of bizarre to me, man. When you sit back and think about it, like we put out an EP and then a single. Now, granted, the single was uh, Wasted Away, but to a lot of people that was a new song. But the way the, the music cycle works now, it's like, oh, you put a song out six, seven months ago, man. Like, how come we haven't heard from you? I don't and know, it's man. like Because I don't have like thousands of dollars at a time to drop in a studio like it's it's expensive a lot of people that's the thing like i, I can't hold it against people who like aren't like i, I don't want to say it like this it makes me sound like so like like in the scene yeah you know like you can't really hold it against them because like you don't that's not it's like i wouldn't tell a mechanic how to like fix a car or something right. but sometimes it'd be like oh well why can't you just if right. you're getting frustrated or something but like the thing is it just not. But it, dude, it, it it amazes me, man, how the internet has has taken hold of music and what it's done to it, man. Because it's like, you know, before you used to be able to go like two years between releases. Like two years was like a, a day to remember. Yeah, exactly. Well, a day to remember. A lot of well, a lot of bands were kind of following that scheme for a little bit, uh, two years. But now it's it's dropping down to like where you at like every six like, months, two six months, months, months three to up, six. Yeah, like you know sometimes six weeks, two months. Exactly. You know man. what I mean? Shout out to a Justin for Cheer Up Dusty. He pumps out new music like every every other day. Every like yeah, a, a lot. This kid, this kid lives in the studio. Good for him though. He's grinding. You remember but, that band uh, I had on the show, uh, Magnolia Park? Yeah, I, dude. Some of they drop. They've been dropping a lot Their of stuff songs is lately. Really good. Yeah, too. Man. and th- th- they whoever their videographer is, they told me on the show. I can't remember his name though. I know their producer is Andrew Wade, who produced a lot of Day to Remember shit, almost all of it. But. Uh, their videographer, man, their video work is is flawless, um, and it goes hand in hand with the music. But that's another band who's just constantly in the studio and constantly, you know, pushing. Put yeah, man, and it's not like we're not because I mean, you know, we dropped an EP and then the single, but you know, I'm excited just to get back in there and just to. This has been a well thought out. The thing is, yeah. we flesh out a lot of different songs at oh, the same yeah. time. It's not we, to say we don't have songs. We have a we, lot of songs. We have material like, for days. like you can yeah for probably about like fourteen. 15 different songs 15 and up so it's not that we don't have it it's just a matter of like really fleshing out and be like are we happy with this are we ready to move forward with this like how if if I didn't write the song and I heard it how would I receive it like and you ask yourself those questions you put yourself in in the customer's seat exactly yeah you gotta put yourself in the fan's seat man yeah um. Yeah. So. Uh. This, this. I mean. This has really been uh, your show, man. Uh. We're gonna name this episode "Guitar Heaven." Uh. This is Nick's rig rig rundown. Thank you. Thank Again, you. Nick. Uh. Sir Nick Noche on the guitar. Always been a pleasure. Um. Any uh, words of wisdom before we sign off about any crypto anyone should uh be lurking around um, with? 
Um, so words, I, I will say it like this: I am in absolutely no way, shape, or form a financial advisor. No, we're we're dumb. We're dummies. Um, we don't know what we're talking. This this is my take on it. Let's just say that you're using something like Coinbase. Of course, I think that everybody should be investing in Bitcoin. Um, even if it's only just a couple dollars, like, you know, $25, $50 a paycheck or something, it's on its way up. I tell the people coin, like five, coin, 10% a check. The coin's gone up like, like 6 million percent, like since, you know what I mean? Like it's since like November, man, it's, it's going to keep going up too. we're, we're really moving away from cash. A lot of different companies and everything like, you know, like Tesla, finan- Tesla um, a financial firm wants to buy 150 billion dollars worth of bitcoin like uh, i'm saying like and that will make its price spike you have an opportunity to make some money here it's th- it's the money of the future um i personally really like ethereum um anchor ankr that's that was newly released to coinbase i like to get in on coins for the short term when they're newly newly released to a platform to an exchange because they spike during the short term short short term so if you want to make a little bit of money they usually go up, you know what I mean? Like it went on Coinbase at, you know, Anchor went on Coinbase at uh, eight cents. Yeah, so it more than the, doubled. Now it's now trading at seventeen cents. Uh, yeah, it, it more it more than doubled. So Bitcoin right now trading at almost uh, fifty six thousand, just right below fifty six thousand. Ethereum right now is trading at seventeen hundred. Uh, you know, and and my my portfolio is up like. So what are some of the coins you own? And uh, So some of the coins that I own, I own Bitcoin. I own, well, I don't own an entire Bitcoin. I own an Ether- some Ethereum. I own a few Litecoin. Chainlink I'm into. Um, Chainlink a couple months ago was at 12 bucks to 27 now. Uniswap I got very lucky in. I yeah, bought it Uniswap. Dude. I yeah. sold it at like 30. Yeah, um, that thing spiked. Huh? Mana, mana. I'm, mana, I'm, you got in the mana, dude? I, I'm into it. I'm curious Damn. about it. Yeah, I didn't get into it before the boom, the really. But I think I do think it's going to continue to drive. It's an Ethereum token. Um, I think anything that's linked to Ethereum is really good. I think anything that's lit linked to Ripple is really terrible bad yeah um just because it's centralized they control the market cap and shit like it and stuff like that like you just you don't the idea is for the value to be assigned by the customer not for the value to be assigned by the company who holds the majority oops sorry you're good i'm just hearing it in my headphones um so with that being said, definitely do a lot of research before you want to get into any investing or anything. Um, due diligence, man. You do, do your due, due diligence. Day. I think though, if you wanted, if you wanted to take like somebody like a normal, commonplace person's word, like like myself or like you or anybody, um, Bitcoin, Litecoin. Well, don't don't Ethereum. take our words. No, like don't if, take if, our if words. If you were going to, if you're going to take a like a lay person's word on this, yeah. If you were going to, if Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum. Those three, they're they're tried and true. They're proven investments. They've worked for a lot of people. They've personally made no two people I know millionaires. Um, I want to get on that train. I want to be a millionaire. See, you're a son of a bitch, man. Uh, you got in before uh, the the most recent. Actually, I won't say the most recent. The two recents ago, Bitcoin spikes. So back like, in November, back in November, yeah. I just, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna start investing again. I'm like, I stopped for a while after the crash. I was like, you know what? After the 2017, COVID crash, 2017 crash. Oh, the crypto crash. Yeah. Ah. So I was like, fuck. That's but, when uh, like Ethereum was at 900, dropped down to like 100 again. 
1500 it was at 1500 dropped down to 100 um bitcoin cash was at 4000 bitcoin went to 20000 dropped down to like $900 just crazy um so in like october i was like yeah i was like it's super low i'm like i can't really lose anymore like it's not really going to go any lower and it didn't yeah bitcoin what's up butters bitcoin in 2017 was at like 200 and then around Right around uh, like twenty eighteen. What's up, Butter Boy? Uh, Butters joined the podcast. What up again. to about fifteen thousand, right? Uh, about it says here about like a maybe a little more than eleven hundred. Uh, Is that Bitcoin? No, this Ethereum. was Ethereum. I was about to say, you know, Bitcoin went up, 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 up. Yeah, up, no, up, up. I was the only reason why I'm looking at Ethereum is I was just looking at this the other day and I was shocked because Ethereum had ran up all the way to like a hundred dollars a coin back in like 2017, 2018, ran from like a hundred to like nine hundred to a thousand, and then dropped all the way back down to a hundred again. And then it shot back up to what, you know, we're trading yeah, at so today. Yeah, so I feel like that's how the staircase, it looks like it's like every sort of like four years. Yeah. There's I like mean, a boom. So it's 2021. Yeah. It's been about was, four years. So yep. um, I'm looking to hold most of my shit until the end of 2021 and then I'm going to sell. Well, so then I only have to pay capital gains tax. I don't have to pay income if you hold for every year. A lot of people are expecting this year to be like crypto's year. Um, with Bitcoin, I mean, obviously, I mean, if you just sample size the last year in Bitcoin, obviously, and, and Ethereum and a lot of these other coins, I mean, they've there been huge gains uh, throughout the board, but they're even projected to go even higher. They are. Um, Bitcoin, I I was told back in November, I was lucky. I, I bought like $300 worth of Bitcoin at like 17 grand. So like I got... It's, oh, that, that's when Bitcoin was at trading at 17 grand. Yeah, I bought it like between, I was buying it between 14 and 17. I know it seems like a big number, but I was just, just. Well, see, that's the thing. You don't have to buy. Upwards, and then it hit 30. You don't have to buy a whole like, coin though. Fuck. You know, you don't, you, don't right. you buy fractional shares. So right. like, then it hit $30. Like, holy fuck, I made some money. And then it went up to like 60. 30, 38 something. And then oh, Elon yeah. Musk said, fucking, I'm buying a billion and a half dollars worth of Bitcoin. Yeah. Then it went up. Through Tesla, like though. 48, yeah. It wasn't Tesla. him personally. It was through Tesla's yeah. shareholders, mm -hmm. which is even insane. Yeah, so, um, and then it went up, and then it went up to, like, almost 62,000. Took a hard hit back down to about 49.50. That was the hard, uh, that's, and a lot of people were, like, shaken by that. Yeah. But that's, like, that's typical. It's just a hard market correction. It was going up, it was it was gonna it was bubbling way too hard that that's the so. times where you have to take i mean i'm not a financial advisor but you have to take the time and do your research and those are the times if you believe in something and if you believe what you're investing in when those pullbacks come they're healthy number one and number two you, you realize buy. you realize that's an opportunity buy. to buy that's, that's dollar cost average exactly you want to buy it dips you like if it goes up to 30 to forty thousand dollars back down to 35 you buy 35 oh shit i could have i could have bought it 30 yeah or oh, whatever i still bought a 35 then it goes to 42 and back down to 41 you buy it. 41 goes right. up to 40 like it's called dollar cost averaging so yeah. you just buy at each low and even though you don't buy as low as you possibly could have still bought at the lowest point at that time like, it's almost impossible man to, to time bottoms it. and tops and, unless you're fucking marty mcfly no you can't <laughs> yeah. do it like, marty mcfly jesus like, god no
Um, what are your thoughts uh, heading into, you know, obviously this will be released on Monday, but so heading into this week's, uh, are you in AMC or GME, the quote unquote meme stocks? Um, I do not hold GME. GME is way too high right now. I wish I got back in when it dropped back down to about $60. For, yeah, I got, I'm not going to lie, I got scared. I thought that I was like. It was done. Because it was just a, it's just a pump and dump like right. by Reddit users. So like, I'm like, I missed the train, but apparently not. Um. I rebought AMC at five fifty seven. Now, at five fifty seven, see that that's back. So that's when it it so it. it, it Is that like people remember? Yeah, yeah, if people remember, I before, didn't buy a lot. I bought like a hundred bucks. I have like two hundred some odd dollars. Well, that's still even good, man. Because it's positive, people, yeah, but it's not like life changing. Well, I mean, people are talking about a short squeeze, man. And if you're talking short squeeze, you're talking about a thousand percent gains. Yeah, you know what I mean. So if you've invested a hundred bucks, if the thing you know jumped a thousand hundred thousand dollars. Something like that. Well, well, I think it would be a thousand if you invested a hundred. You'd make if a thousand back. If it if Here, we'll it went right from here. five, I bought it at um a hundred dollars worth at five dollars. If it went to a thousand dollars, dude. Here we'll do it right here. Let's. Uh, so how many shares do I have? Basically, this is I have like let's say I have. So you got it. I bought a hundred. You got like twenty shares. Yeah. So twenty. We'll just say twenty. And then if it jumped a thousand percent, so a thousand times, how do you clear a this? Thou- thing? Oops, that's not so. How do you clear this thing? That's like five thousand. No. Clear. All right. So if you had, so if it was trading at five bucks, and then you times that by a thousand. Five thousand dollars. So be, if if AMC went to five thousand. Well, 000. it's like yeah. Well, it's. But that's a short. You have to squeeze. look at it like this. This is, yeah, so like it squeezes, you know what I mean? Squeezes back down to like $7 and then shoots up to 100 So I bought it at 5 To 100 that's, well, let's just say I bought it at 5 Okay. So 5 to 100 5 goes into 100 25 times. 25 times. So I would have right. made 25 times my investment. So basically yeah. I put in $100 times 25. Uh, 2500 yeah. yeah. Right? 25 times... Bucks. Exactly. So just for a simple measly hundred or yeah, hundred bucks, you'd make twenty five hundred. Exactly. If it went up twenty five times this morning. And that's what I try to explain to, to some people. I'm like, listen, don't look at so much of the short term. Um now this goes for more so with crypto than it does with stocks. Yeah. But don't look so much at the short term because look at Bitcoin in, in a a macroscopic level. You know, ten years ago Bitcoin was trading at about eight dollars uh, a coin. Uh, eight dollars? Eight dollars a coin, probably yeah. even less. Probably even like, less. Yeah, exactly. Like, like you know, when it came out, fuck, like it was fractions of pennies, a cent, pennies, fractions of a cent, like Dogecoin, right? So Doge, or, or like any of these other of coins. A cent. Bitcoin was worth nothing. Any of these other coins right now, like Nick was in this uh, anchor, so that's trading right now at seventeen cents. So you, if you look at a macro. You know, uh, macro scale of it. You know, you don't look at the short term. No, anchors up eleven thousand percent since it was. That's really, what I'm saying, man. Like, so in so ten years, a, we we did the math earlier. If you put in a hundred dollars when it first was introduced and sold it, now you'd have one point one million dollars. Yeah, man. Like it's yeah, one point two million off of a off of a hundred dollars. Right. Which is crazy. And like, so, so it's it's patience and and getting paper hand bitches out of the way yeah. essentially. Mm-hmm. The. Uh, and a high leverage traders got to get them out too. And but. yeah, and the whales get them out of here too. Pretty much, just get people who want to hold and buy the dips. If you're not about that, then fuck I don't you. know. What, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, this has been a fucking awesome episode. Um, 
you know, you've been on the show a couple, couple times. times yeah. yeah, a couple times. I know we did the uh, the uh, election day stream, the the fight night stream. One of the streams we did, you were on, and I think it was the Fight Island stream where it got pulled, and we yeah. were on for five hours. Um, yeah, man. But th- I mean, this was dope. I, like I said, I've always wanted to uh, do a you know a rig rundown uh, with your guitars and your amps and your pedals. Um, you know, like, like I said, man, it, it, it's more than just, you know, your average, oh, I'm going out to buy a guitar or, or something new for my guitar because your thinking that goes behind it, it's, it's much more deeper. It's like, how can I find that sweet spot, essentially, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it, it's been cool to, uh, it's been cool to fucking be jamming for the last over a year now, which is insane to me. Like, that's insane, man. We started jamming December of 2019. Mm-hmm. Jeez. That day at the studio in Cherry Hill. Dude, have you, when's the last time you listened to that? Uh, a while ago. Yeah, it's... it's a while. It's been, um, it's been a minute. I'm going to pull this up real fast, too. So, for everyone... Uh, the original version of the 90s song. Well, I was going to pull that up, but I'm going to pull this up instead. We're going to sell this as a non-fungible token, if not maybe one of our uh, logos that we come out with. I don't know where the fuck. People listening at home, uh, you know, we're, we're showcasing our logo right now. This is going to be on the uh, launch, uh, on our merch launch, on our uh, uh, merch uh, shop online. Um, you'll be able to find that on Teespring and probably hit one of us up. Uh for, for any kind of merch that you yeah. need or we'll want. be holding physical copies of course yeah we do have stickers right now we have stickers some can cozies uh you know so hit us up uh we'll happily get those out to you um, we will be doing uh, a can cozy giveaway um shortly so just uh when that's announced you know what i mean just like yeah. stay tuned if you want if you want to um be ready for that by the time that um that giveaway comes around, just make sure that you're uh, liking the subscribing and subscribing to um the. I don't wanna sound like that dumb YouTuber, but you have no, to. but like it's, it's it's unfortunate. Like we're trying to like you know what I mean. We try to give back like whenever yeah. we can too. So like this is just like a good way for everybody to kind of help each other. So what we'll do is ha- you, you you know you'll be um liking following the Facebook page, and that will basically have your entry for the giveaway right yeah. there. Like the, yeah. all you have to do is just like, like and follow win by two on Facebook. And everyone that has been engaging in the live chats and the live streams and have showed support throughout the way. Uh, don't think that goes unnoticed. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, a million, you know, I say that on every show, you know, if it's not for you guys, we wouldn't be who we are or where we are. So, um, you know, for that, it, it, it's just a little way of us giving back. Um, but yeah, man, like I said, this show has been awesome. Um, we're going to be hitting the road soon. Uh, In the Paint's going to be live at Boray. Uh, we're going to be doing, you know, a remote podcast again, uh, 420 at Boray, which is going to be fun. They're going to have a lot of fun uh, guests, um, a lot of entertainment that night, from music to trivia to obviously a bunch of podcasts. Um, Pretty sure it's limited occupancy too. So there's limited if, occupancy. If you're, if you're from the Atlantic City area and you guys want to be down in that and get into that, so just um, I'm sure you would probably have to like call ahead. Yeah. Or and just um, or make a reservation. Yeah, make a reservation because yeah. I'm I, it's, you know like with this what 50 or 60 percent capacity. So. Yeah, something like that. Um, 
but yeah, if, if you're down that way, uh, you know, definitely come come by the table. We'll be podcasting. Uh, if not, you know, check us out live on YouTube. Uh, we'll be there. Uh, you know, hit us up in the live chat. Uh, we'll answer all your questions. Um, Win by two will be live. I mean, we'll be live probably before this, but our live show that's booked right now is at the Watering Hole, uh, August twentieth. Um, so come check us out there. But we'll probably, like I said, we'll probably be live before then. I'd yeah, imagine. definitely. There's gonna be some shows opening up. Yeah, I mean, for the for the last like last like month and a half, we've been you know really working hard putting together the wiffle ball tournament, putting together the uh, you know the the single that we're releasing. And just a lot of behind-the-scenes work, uh, you know, with the studio and the podcast and, you know, all that fun stuff. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, we, we touched on the tournament. I touched on it last, uh, you know, last episode. But, um, you know, the Wolfball Tournament, tune in next Saturday uh, to our YouTube channel. Uh, we'll be streaming live um, every Saturday for the next, like, 10 weeks. Uh, obviously, we'll have the inaugural Wolfball Tournament local scene, uh, local music Wolfball Tournament. All the money, if you guys feel generous enough and you want to donate, there will be a link in every, uh, you know, live event where you'll be, you'll be able to donate. And any dollar that is collected through donations will go straight back into the community, straight back to local businesses, straight back to local, uh, you know, music venues and all that good stuff. So Help uh, save the Voltage Lounge. Help save, help save the Voltage Lounge and, voltage lounge and help keep uh, businesses, local businesses open. Uh, through a time of unexpectancy, if that's even mm. a word. Um, yeah, man. So, uh, Nick, I mean, thanks for coming on rat. the show, man. That was what's um, up. I can't wait to do it again. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, I'm, I'm just like reading my fucking show notes. Um, but yeah, uh, any socials you want to throw out there? Um, of course. If I have, I've mentioned them a couple times already. Please like, subscribe, follow. Win by two. Instagram double underscore at, at double underscore win by two. Facebook is facebook.com slash win by two. Uh, YouTube, you can just type in win by two or the real win by two. You'll find us. Spotify, you can type in win by two or thoughts like anchors, Apple Music, Pandora. Oh, oh God, listen to us. <laughs> Please listen. <laughs> Please listen. We work so hard. Um, How about no. any of your personal? Uh, oh, that's just about it. Um, all right, so you can find me, Snapchat, at Nick Nochi, N O C E 91. Um, you can find me. On Instagram, I'm pretty sure it's same thing at Nick Nochi ninety one or oh Nick, uh, Nick underscore win by two actually on Instagram yeah yeah and um Nick Nochi ninety one on TikTok. Besides that, I's a talker. We I'm just starting. I'm a year late, but I'm just starting. Nick so, has a talk. I'm on the talk, bro. Um, you can follow my TikTok. What what can you, what can you find on there? You'll probably find a couple like music videos. Videos of uh, videos of my uh, my goofy dog and uh, me usually making homemade pizzas. Shout out to Harley and homemade shout out pizzas. to Harley and homemade pizzas. Um, you can find me uh, at the Capier sixteen ninety two on Instagram and uh, Facebook and Twitter yada yada. But but the main thing, uh, you know, in the paints on Spotify, Giovanni Antonio. Ah, you son of a bitch, <laughs> Sam Baggins, son of a bitch, Sam gave it away. Uh, no, but yeah, follow us there. Follow us on uh, YouTube. Uh, you know, we're putting out content every every week. Uh, new music coming soon. Wiffleball tournament every Saturday. Live streaming. We're doing the business. Uh, this has been Nick's Rig Run Down. Uh, here, we'll, we'll good pan. stuff. We'll, one more, one we'll more pan, pan over. Look at that pan. That's a nice pan. That's not bad at all. We like pans. Is that pan or Pam? Pam, pan. Nick, man. 
I know what My God. you're not, man. You're not Pan or Pam. No. <laughs> um, I appreciate you coming on, man. Appreciate Thanks you for having logging me, guys. all this shit. And yeah, dude, it's been fucking solid. Till next time, world. It's been real. Everyone, we'll see you live 420. Peace. What? Wrong soundbite. Uh, no, but yeah, we'll see you live on Tuesday. <laughs> Peace.